<laughs> you have to be, Bruce. Good Sunday morning, church. Where he leads me, his name is wonderful.
Would you pray with me this morning, church? And just for a few moments, rest in the silence of the Lord. Try to set the busyness of of your world. really went to the cross. Father, open your scripture to our understanding this day. Give us ears. Come to encounter the Holy One, the living Christ. We praise you and we thank you, Father. Amen. Be seated, church. A few announcements for you. United Methodist Women, tomorrow night at 6.30. Yes. Tuesday night trustee meeting, Project Blessing Wednesday, Thursday, Nurture and Outreach meeting, Food Truck Helpers at 1 o'clock. November November 6th, uh, Friendship Harvest Dinner Sunday. Any other announcements? Then who has Young Disciples? Okay. Let me get to my message here. Okay. Sometimes when we want to talk to God, we don't always know what to say or how to pray or how to relay it to him. Sometimes we get stumped. Well, I found something interesting online for from sermons uh, for kids, and... They call it the five finger, you know, four fingers and a thumb prayer. 
if you hold your hand out, your thumb is the closest to you. And so when you look at your thumb, you want to pray for the people closest to you. That's what your thumb represents. Your index finger is used for pointing. That reminds you to pray for those who have pointed you in the right direction throughout your lifetime. The next finger, the tallest finger, this finger reminds us to pray for our leaders because they need to lead and they need lots of prayers because sometimes people in leadership roles have a tendency to think they're above the rules and that rules don't apply to them and that they just need lots of prayers. <clears throat> That's the best way. <clears throat> Excuse me. The fourth finger is the ring finger. And Liz and Wilma, you can verify this one. I, I can't verify this. It said, did you know that the ring finger is the weakest finger? And your piano players will tell you that. Okay, well, the ring finger will remind you to pray for those that are sick because it is the weak link. The pinky finger, the Bible says, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought. Little finger reminds you to pray for yourself. So the next time you're talking to God and you can't think of anything to say or to come up with, always remember you have a thumb or fingers and you can make it work. Here we go. Let's pray. Dear Lord, we thank you for prayer. It is good to have a friend to talk to, but even friends sometimes have trouble thinking of something to say. He helps us Help us remember this five-finger prayer to remember those who need our prayers. Amen. Want a goodie? Don't eat it in the sanctuary. Well, it is, but the, the middle finger is not, or the thumb's not the one close to you. <laughs> well, then, then it's not right. It's right to do this way. When you stand and pray, you ever stand and pray? You ever hold your hands? How many of you hold your hands like this when you pray? No? Yeah? So, wait, 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 wait. wait. I'm, I'm, I'm disagreeing with what you said. Oh, okay. <laughs> the thumb is, is not the closest finger to me. It is. Well, how, how about the little finger? No. See here? Yeah. See here? 
that's closer to you. <laughs> I'm going to leave that. God bless you. Someone share up joy. Friday morning was grandparents' morning. It was wonderful. The gym was full. The music was wonderful. Sean had such control over that. So many little kids, and my little great-granddaughter, Elena Banks, was our sixth generation to be attending Brown City School. Wow. I just would like to share um, about our little great-grandson from Tennessee that uh, we lifted up in prayer. He had a um, stay in the hospital due to appendix that burst, and it was not a very quick recovery, but he is home now, and we're so grateful, and thank you for, for the prayers. Amen. Uh, just uh, everybody can lift up Kim Evans. She's pretty under the weather, and uh, she's going to be, I don't know, she's going to be fine, but she's a little bit sick right now, so she could use some prayers. I'd like to lift up in prayer. My dear friends, Linda Willer, Carol, um, Diane, and Dan Raleigh all have COVID. Uh, Carol and Dan had it quite severe. I talked to them both last night. They're kind of on the rebound, but um, Carol was pretty, pretty sick with it. So pray for them, please. Thank you. I had asked for prayers a couple weeks ago for my father after going through a heart attack and being diagnosed with COVID. Uh, praise that he did not develop the symptoms of COVID and he appears to be recovering well. Um, he's still going a little stir crazy because they won't let him do everything he wants to do, but that's a good sign. So praise for that. Amen. Um, just want to ask for prayers for my husband, Paul. He was in a rollover accident on Tuesday. Um, he's okay. Uh, he's got some busted teeth and bumps and bruises and some road rash, but that's about the extent of it other than being sore. So I thank God he's still here and just ask for prayers for him to get back feeling better. 
I got to visit with my stepdad from Texas. Uh, Mom passed away like nine years ago. I think this is the first time we haven't cried during the visit. It was a good one. Um, my son and daughter-in-law are moving to Tennessee this week. Uh, she got a position at Vanderbilt, and I'm, sh I'm sure they'll do well. I'm just going to miss them. Safe travels for both. Add to the list of uh, COVID people, Kim Evans. She's been diagnosed with it as well. So Kim Evans, Dan Raleigh, Linda Willer, Carol Van Dame, and Diana Bush. COVID. Anyone else before we pray? Let's join our hearts. Father, I lift up Sally's and Agnes to you this morning. Lift up Dennis's father to you. Lift up Paul as he recovers from a car accident. We thank you for answered prayer. No. Diane and Carol and Linda and Dan and Kim. COVID has knocked on their door. <laughs> Breathe fresh wind into them, Father. We seek traveling mercy. We lift unspoken request up to you. Thank you, Father. Hear us as we pray this morning, Lord, as we pray our Father. Ushers, if you would gather.
Father God, we give you praise and thanks this morning. We thank you that our cup overflows with your goodness. We thank you that you meet us at our point of need and beyond. We thank you this morning that you allow us to bring the tithe, gifts, and offerings as we lay them at your altar to do the work of your church. We thank you for your continued blessing upon this body of believers. We give you praise and thanks this day, Lord Jesus. Amen. Are there any little people to be dismissed for downstairs? I need his blood. Exodus 12, 1 through 13. The Lord said to Moses and Aaron in Egypt, This month is to be for you the first month, the first month of your year. Tell the whole community of Israel that on the tenth day of this month, each man is to take a lamb for his family, one from each household. If any household is too small for a whole lamb, they must share one with their nearest neighbor, having taken into account the number of people there are. You are to determine the amount of lamb needed in ordinance with what each person will eat. The animals you choose must be year old males without defect, and you may take them from the sheep or from the goats. Take care of them until the 14th day of the month, when all the members of the community of Israel must slaughter them at twilight. Then they are to go take some of the blood and put it on the sides and the tops of the door frames of the house where they eat the lambs. That same night they are to eat the meat roasted over fire along with bitter herbs and bread made without yeast. Do not, the meat, do not eat the meat raw or boiled in water, but roasted open in fire with the head, legs, and internal organs. Do not leave any of it until morning, if someone's still left in the morning. Sorry. <laughs> you must burn it. This is how you are to eat it with your cloak tucked into your belt, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand, eat it in haste as the Lord's Passover. On the same night I will pass through Egypt and strike down every firstborn of both people and animals, and I will bring judgment on all the gods of Egypt. I am the Lord. The blood will be a sign for you on the houses where you are, and when I see the blood, I will pass over you. No destructive plague will touch you when I strike Egypt. That was a good test for the hearing aid. I say I need the blood. It's the title of the message. It's like... And the importance of the blood... I wonder how important it is in your life. I wonder what God 
thinks when he thinks about the blood. If we were to go into Leviticus, the 17th chapter of Leviticus, the 17th chapter. For the life of the body is in the blood. I've given you blood on the altar to purify and make things right with the Lord. It is the blood given in exchange for life that makes purification possible. Purification of the sinner. Any sinners in the church this morning? Some of you might not have heard the question. (laughs) Any sinners in the Lord's house this morning? You've been bought. It's been paid for you. One drop of the Savior's blood. He purchased you. You're bought and paid for. How's that make you feel this morning? You're free from sin and bondage if you're a follower of Christ. Bought with a price. Take you into Hebrews. It's all about the blood this morning. Trying days we live in. World's gone crazy. The world's trying to speak to the church on how the church should be. In fact, according to the law of Moses, everything was purified with blood. For without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness. So Christ shed his blood for you and for me that our sins could be forgiven. That's why I asked you the question twice. Are there any sinners in the house? First time, a few hands went up. Second time, almost every hand in this place went up. He loves you. that no matter what you've done on your earth, he will forgive you. Have you talked to him lately? Like today, when you woke up this week? It's me again, Lord. Is what echoes in my mind when I think of that. And a lady in one of the churches who would say that almost every Sunday morning. Because she always had a, something to present to the Father. And I think she came up with that slogan, it's me again, Lord, because maybe people in her church, you may know of some of those people. 
When they begin to say something, you'll roll your eyes in the back of your head. Oh, here we go again. You know anybody like that? But her heart was pure and sincere. And she always brought her petition to the Lord. And I encourage you to always bring your petition to the Lord. Someone shared with me something this morning. Well, Pastor, I want you to mention something upstairs for me because I'm, I'm afraid to. Well, why would you ever be afraid in the sanctuary to present something to the Father? There's no reason to be afraid. He will hear you. You don't even have to use words. And he'll hear you. And he'll answer you. The interesting thing is, how he answers us sometimes is not good enough for us. You tell God, it's not good enough. I'm not going to tell him that. Because everything God does is good and just. Sometimes he says, wait. How many of you like to wait? There aren't very many patient people that we know, are there? Sometimes he says, no. How many of you like to be told no? Oh, my. And sometimes automatically happen in Colossians Christ exists before anything else he holds the key to all creation Christ is this is going to surprise some of you Christ is the head of the church it's not me it's not Bruce it's not you it's Christ Sometimes it's hard to be humble, isn't it? I got to pick on Sean this morning because I noticed when his name was mentioned. I thank God for people like Sean. I shared with him that I watched this video of Grandparents Day. It was really cool. You know what I liked best about it? Was the suit he had on. He was styling and profiling. But you know what I liked better than that? The comment was that the children really listened to him. that's somewhat rare in this day that we live in. That people actually, not just little people, not just children, but big people too. Do you have a hard time listening? Some, sometimes I do. The head of the church is Christ, which is in his body. He is the beginning. <clears throat> Supreme over all who rise from the dead. So he is first in everything. For God in all his fullness was pleased to live in Christ. Christ Jesus. 
right here with us this morning. I know without the blood there's no redemption. Without forgiveness of our sins, where are we? The world's greatest sellout. What, what comes to your mind when you think of the... What, I, I grew up in the day of O.J. Simpson. Remember O.J. Simpson back in the day? The way he ran the football? How different he was? And later on in life, it didn't go so good. When I think of people selling out, I think of O.J. I think too. How the evil one tripped him up in the garden. Went to apple picking the other day. The little beautiful orchard between here and Yale that doctor and the doctor sold the orchard. And it was raining and snowing at the, sort of at the same time, and it was slushy. And I said, let's go pick apples. <laughs> really? Yeah. So she puts on her boots, and she puts on her winter coat, and puts on her winter hat, puts on her gloves. We drive over to the orchard. Go inside and Tell the new owner, the young lady, we, we came to pick apples. It's raining out. Yep. It, it, it started snowing. Yep. You ever dare to be different? We make our way out into the middle of the apple forest. It quit raining. It quit sleeting and snowing. And for 47 minutes, the sun came out. And it was magnificent creation that God shared with us at that moment. Walking along the side of the orchard by the woods, there is a deer in broad daylight. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He will put you in a situation where people will doubt you. Why are you going picking apples in the rain, in the snow? Because it felt right at the time and we saw the beauty of God's creation. He spoke to the storm and it stopped raining. We saw the creature. We got our apples. Do you experience him every day? You can experience Christ every day if you listen, if you see through his eyes. The world's greatest savior. As a kid, I thought it was O.J. Simpson. Later on in life, I find out that it's Jesus Christ. Who went to the cross for me and for you? You know why I tell the stories of my past? 
because I never want to forget where I came from. I never want to forget what God has done in my life. I never want someone to miss the opportunity that through what he's done for me, he can do for you. You might not believe this or you might believe this. There's people in this building today that struggle with alcohol. There's people that are affiliated with this building today that struggle with drug addiction. There are people through the life of this church that are, are battered women. And you know what can help them? Just one drop of the Savior's blood. And us. Because we're in this together. All of us. Everyone who claims to be a follower of Christ this morning, we're, we're in this together. Without the blood, there's no forgiveness. In Hebrews 9 and 22. Without the blood, forgiveness you will we'll remain heathens for eternity if it wasn't for the blood and in Hebrews 10 and 17 the good thing about forgiveness is that he blots our transgressions out we're the ones that struggle with them we can't forget what happened I remember a lady in, in one of the Carroll churches was so offended by someone in the church that she left. And she made the comment, I will never go back to that church as long as that person is there because I could never forgive them for what they said to me. Wow. In order to be forgiven, you must be first able to forgive. And I don't know about you, I've been forgiven for much. And it's forgotten. Garbage bag sermon. Remember the garbage bag sermon? Drag in our garbage every Sunday. Some bags are bigger than others. Some have just a couple. Some have a bunch. We throw them up to the altar on Sunday morning. We give them to the Lord on Sunday morning. But when the preacher says the benediction, some come and grab their bags and they take them out with them again. Because they want to keep dwelling on it. They want to bring it back the next Sunday. Just surrender it to him. And give it to him. And John 1 and 29. Then your sins are gone. Doesn't mean you won't sin no more. We are born in the sin. It's our nature to sin. We have to seek forgiveness. For sin. And then it goes on to say in Colossians 1 and 20. That without, without the blood there is nothing that will reconcile us with Christ. Some are never satisfied. Do you know anybody that's never satisfied? <laughs> now, I'm going to mention somebody's name, and I'm not saying that they're never satisfied because that has nothing to do with what I'm about to say. Some time ago, Julie Miller made us a pie. She made us a mincemeat pie. I think when it came over to the house, there was one piece missing out of it. I've never asked Kevin about that one piece of pie. And I'm not going to ask him this morning. Grandma doesn't like mincemeat pie. 
It's one of my favorite pies. I had a couple pieces that night. The next morning, I had the rest of it for breakfast. Tell me God's not good. God is good. Time. But you know the crazy thing is? That empty pie plate is still sitting on our cupboard. And I keep saying, we need to make something and put it in that pie pan and return that pie pan. And you know what I keep hearing? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to make something and put it in that pie pan. And I'm going to return it. Why? I'll still debate you over that thumb being closest. <laughs> but with these, Christ has given us these hands and feet to do his work. And if I've never made a pie before, but I can learn. There, there may be some things that in the church that you've never done before. But you can learn, can't we? Nobody is ever too old to learn because he has equipped us for everything that we need. And every one of you gathered here this morning, you are precious in his sight. And you have been bought by a price, by his blood for you. And he loves you just how you are this morning. Without the blood, we wouldn't be ready for his service. I need the blood on my ear so I can hear him more. I want to hear his word more. I want to hear, more. I want to hear uh, the church full of singing and praising him. I want to see, you know, I went to the doctor the other day and, uh, they, would, they drew blood. And I'm a sissy, so I have to have blood taken out of my hand. I don't like the needle in my arm. Many, many years ago, I walked in on a friend who had uh, shot heroin in his arm and overdosed and died. I have this fear of a needle going in this part of my arm. But here's okay. So I've got a clenched fist and I've got a, a poke here and I've got a scar there, 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 and I've got a scar there. And the nurse says, have you been fighting lately? <laughs> no, I haven't. I've been fishing lately. And those are all wounds from that. But when she took the needle out of here, 
There was a little drop of blood. You know my first reaction to my blood? Because it reminds me of his blood. I want to be like him. But I fall short. When people see me, I want them to see him through me. But I fall short. When I, when I struggle and I get crabby and miserable, I need more of him because I fall short. When I feel all alone and depressed, I need more of him because I fall short. When we were singing our opening hymns this morning, if you've never sat in front of Bruce and Carol when they sing, I'd encourage, I'd encourage you to change spots, okay? And, and just sit there and listen to them, listen to him. And the words that echoed in my brain this morning is, I'll go with you through the judgment. Are you willing to go with him through the judgment? It's not an easy road, but it's a good road. Because all roads lead to him if you allow it. I don't know about you this morning, church. I just want one more drop of his blood. What are we singing, Elizabeth? Amazing Grace. Amazing Grace.